my beautiful spooky friends. My name is Shelby. And I'm Ren. And you're listening to Midnight Spirits, a paranormal podcast. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, guys? So today we're going to talk about EVPs, which is short for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. So EVPs are sounds found on electronic recordings that are interpreted as spirit voices that have been unintentionally recorded or intentionally requested and recorded. So the way that you would get an EVP would be to use a voice recorder. Not a spirit box. Not a spirit box. Which I mistakenly... (laughs) research today instead of what I thought we were supposed to, you know. Yay, me. (laughs) Good job, Miss Shelby. (laughs) I did great job. Great job. No, but that's okay because you can actually, I mean, you can use spirit boxes to get. It's not the same now and I'm upset about it. So, okay. So I understand that, you know, I don't know. You know what? I guess I just like the staticky noise and all I wanted to hear is them like coming and popping through. And I thought them using that frequency and stuff like that was how you became electric. How you got the electronic. Yeah. So that's kind of how, why I thought that it was, I get it now. Yeah. but. But I'm glad that you brought it up though, because now we can let them know the difference between the two. Right. You know what I mean? We'll go a whole episode Yeah, on my favorite, the spirit yeah, box it's, next time. Yeah, that's my absolute favorite piece of equipment. So really quick, just so you know what we're talking about. So the spirit box, um, what it does is it's the one that does the... Yeah, so it's like, it's the white noise. And what it does is it flips through the radio stations at such a fast pace... And it's often said that a spirit can manipulate the radio frequency to give you a response. Do you know if they use like AM or FM or if it matters really? See, here's the skeptic in me. Oh. Um, so the AM, I personally think you get more static from because it doesn't come through. Whereas FM, you're going to get a lot more of like song lyrics that come through. Okay. And I feel like it's too easy for your brain to piece it together as a spirit communicating, when in reality, it's probably just like five songs combined. Well, that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of depends on the situation and where you're at. Um, but yeah, so so what Shelby thought we were doing today was discussing the spirit box, which is fine, because you can use that piece of equipment to kind of prom- like provoke an EVP. 
but the actual capture of electronic voice phenomenon is from a tape recorder. And so you can use a recorder that takes cassette tapes, or you can just make it easier on yourself and use a recorder that is a digital recorder. And then you would upload those files to your computer. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you can get communication from a spirit box, but the actual capture of an electronic voice phenomenon would be by using a voice recorder. So when EVPs are intentionally requested and recorded, that's what we would call an EVP session. Okay. So if you watch the um, uh, the paranormal shows that are popular on TV, a lot of times you'll see them say, we're going to do an EVP session. And that's mm-hmm. when they have the recorders and they walk around and they ask questions like, is there anybody here with us? What's your name? And you pause to give the spirit time to answer you. And a lot of times the shows will say something like, we can't hear you now, but when we go back and when we review this, we'll hopefully be able to hear you. Right, which goes back to our last episode with infrasound, because yes. even though we can't hear it now, it does get picked up and actually you can replay it over and over again and actually hone in in that segment and be able to amplify it and everything mm-hmm. else so you can try to piece together what they're saying if it's not very clear and yeah so so it's said that the recordings that are caught that you more than likely couldn't hear with the human ear um unless it's, they're yelling at you <laughs> yeah it's said that those recordings are those of spirits trying to communicate with us now skeptics are going to say, me, are going to say that it's either just radio interference, which then goes back to your spirit box, which is what I was saying earlier about how... How could it be radio if there's absolutely nothing there? Like, you go, you guys, you know, you went to Waverly, you go to different asylums, people go to abandoned houses, and there's no radio, so how do they collect it? Well, right, but the sound waves are in the air. Well, yeah, but... Some of these places are highly remote. I don't... Right, but I'm saying, so if the sound waves are in the air, though, would it be too much to think that maybe the technology kind of got... I guess it depends on the you know location what I mean? of yeah. it. Yeah, but. and it depends, you know what I mean? But it's also, skeptics will also say, well, maybe that was just my mind hearing things. So, for instance, um, when you pick up a recorder... If you pick it up and you hit the mic on accident right, of the recorder, noise. well, it might make a like a thud or a bump or, mm. and a lot of times people might confuse that with, especially if they're reviewing <sighs> it like hours later. Yeah, they're like oh my gosh, we caught this. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, no, you just hit the mic. Yeah, <laughs> so you hit the mic, but your ears thinking that it caught a. You know what I mean? So now I'm thinking about all the paranormal shows that I watched as a child. And I'm like, oh, my God, they actually caught this thump or they heard this sigh. And now I'm thinking. Maybe when in they reality, just... they might have just picked up the mic or it bumped in their pocket or. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. So, for instance, you know, the brushing up against the recorder's mic and picking up a sound that sounds like a breath. Or now a lot of times the shows though are pretty good about being like they have, they, they, uh, camcord everything. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty good about this is what we were doing right here. As you can see, nobody was touching it. Right. All right. But 
for an investigation team that just kind of goes out and doesn't necessarily have a camera crew following them for the you whole mean we all don't have millions <laughs> yeah. of dollars to have people follow us <laughs> for the whole five hours it's kind of like okay well what was i doing right at this second so um but so to piggyback off of that so these voices what we were saying earlier uh they're rare rarely heard during recording only during playback of the recording. Mm -hmm. So again, the infrasound and the ultrasound. So it's a sound that the human ear probably won't hear unless it's, you know, you say, hey, pound on the wall if you're here. And then all of a sudden you get three knocks on the wall and you heard it. Well, you'll also hear on the recorder that you responded to it. Okay. So let's say like you, you download your EVP session and you're looking at the audio and stuff like, like I personally haven't messed with any of the audio stuff. So I know, I know the general idea of it. So it's got the spikes up and down and stuff like that. But if you don't hear it, does it still create like those spikes? Yes, it does. Yes. And I'll get to that. Okay. I have it. <laughs> I have it written down on page two. On page two. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. My bad. No, you're good. So, so again, these voices are rarely heard during the recording, only during the playback of the recording. So you might ask, like, um, if you're here with us, can you make a knock? Can you knock on the wall? And you might hear, do, do, and you'll respond to it. And you'll be like, okay, who's here with us? So you hear on the recorder that obviously it wasn't anybody around you because you all responded to it. It right. caught you off guard. But my favorite thing that happens is when you hear the knock-knock, you respond to it, and you say, is there anybody here with us? Did you make that knock? And then you get, yes. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my favorite because that right there is it's it like solidifies that knock as like, okay, that had to have been something that I can't explain because not only did I get a knock to a request of let us know that you're here, but, you got somebody but then you get an answer – to was that you that made that sound it's so cool <laughs> so with electronic voice phenomena there's three different classes of evps so your first class is class a and so you might hear somebody say that's a class a evp and that means that it's very clear and it's easy to understand could a class a also be something that you heard in the moment as well not only yeah you could yeah because if, if it was clear enough for you to hear it with human ears, you're definitely going to pick it up on the recorder. Okay. So nine times out of ten. Ooh. There are those rare occasions when you hear something and then the recorder somehow doesn't pick it up. But that's very, 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 very unlikely. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, so the second one would be a Class B EVP, which means that it was fairly loud and clear. And sometimes you can hear it without the use of headphones. Like if you're going back and you're listening to it, mm -hmm. you might just hear it on a speaker. Um, so you wouldn't have to plug in headphones to actually hear okay. the clarity of it. Right. So the last one would be class C, which is very soft and it's often like indecipherable. So you hear that there's something there, but you probably wouldn't take it to a client and say that this is hard evidence because... Yeah. You don't know what they're saying. Right. You just know that you got a response to something. But at the same time, it's like, well, was that me accidentally brushing up against the recorder? Was I shuffling? Like, so that one's one that we wouldn't necessarily take to a client and say, yeah, we caught 
X, Y, and Z. Because we caught this guy on camera. Yeah, because you don't you don't even know what they're saying. Right. But like class A's are the prime ones to take to clients. Class B, as long as you can pretty much decipher what you think that they're saying. But class C's are cool, but I wouldn't necessarily take that as evidence per se. So out of those three classes, which (laughs) ones do you generally hear the most? Um, I mean, so I like, would have I guess, to say probably. Are like class A kind of like a rare phenomenon where it just like you, you can be like, okay, yes, this is definitely what I heard. You know, this is definitely what it's saying, everything else. Or is it, I guess I don't, I'm, you, you listen to the TV shows and stuff right. like that. And you're kind of like, I don't understand how they got what they're saying out of this phrase or this yeah. sound that they're coming and it it always seems like class B is what it is most of the time for me that I at least from what I've seen on shows and then yeah. class C of course where they're trying to decipher them I'm like no, yeah that literally makes no sense yeah <laughs> I would have to say probably class B because nine times out of ten you don't necessarily know what was said right you know what I mean you can take a couple guesses and say well I think it's saying this I think it's saying that um now don't get me wrong when class A's show up it's awesome but like a class A would be one that it's like you asked for a response so so back to my example of you know is there anybody here with us you hear two knocks and then you say if that was you can you let us know that you're here with us. And then they respond. And then you get a cut, throat, clear response of, that was me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did that. That would be a class A, whereas class B might be the more, yes, the whisper yes. And you assume like, okay, I think it's, say- like, it sounds to me like they whispered yes. Mm-hmm. But it's quiet. It's not necessary. You know what I mean? Like, right. so... So, I, because I mean, a, a whispered yes could be yes, it could be guess, it could be, you know Dress. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no. So it's it's one of those that it's like I would have to say B would probably be the most common. Um, anything that's like, you know, a thud or a bump or anything, I kind of just dismiss as C, and I don't even consider that evidence because who knows what the investigator was doing at that right. moment. So. Unless you're like hearing footsteps and you know for sure. Yeah, now footsteps are, <laughs> yeah. Footsteps are one. That one's really fun when you hear those and you also catch them on the recorder because it's really fun when you hear, it's really fun when you hear yourself respond on the recorder mm-hmm. because then it's kind of like, you know, you hear the footsteps and then you're listening to the playback of this, of this, recorder or of this recording and so you hear the footsteps and then you hear yourself like say do you hear those footsteps and it's like so that kind of like solidifies that you heard it in that moment but you also have it on like audio that there were footsteps and you clearly heard them because you responded to them yeah so the recorder as far as evidence wise is my absolute favorite because it can like solidify so much (laughs) you know because personal experiences are great, but right. it's like when you're going and telling your skeptic friend, yeah, I experienced X, Y, and Z, and they're like, well, do you have a recording of it? And it's like, well, no, it's, you're kind of just going off of what they're saying, you know? Like me telling you my experience of the ghost <laughs> punching me, and you're like, mm, 
<laughs> no, 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 no. They legitimately punched me. They punched me. They punched me. And I did not appreciate it. <laughs> so, so the EVPs, um, the sounds are often only a few seconds long. So that's why skeptics believe that it's interference versus some kind of um, actual entity trying to contact us. Mm. Because when you get an EVP, you know, you get a small yes or into the light or, you know what I mean? Like, it's very just small snippets. And same with the spirit box, the thing that you right. looked up. You know, a lot of times skeptics are like, I just can't. So, like, it's cool in the moment, but it's like when you think about it, you're like, well, I mean, it's it's going through radio frequencies. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And, and it's it's how unlikely is it that it's going to pick up a song? You know what I mean? Like. It's just maybe so... it's maybe it's personally thinking about it and it's going through each of those frequencies, which we'll talk about it later on the spirits box. And it's like, okay, yeah. I found this song. I know it has this word in it, and that's the word I need to let out. Well, but that's yeah, well, not, eh. see <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like I just the way that it flips through the stations. Yeah, I know. It's just but... like there's absolutely, you know what I mean? Now, we'll we'll discuss that on yeah, a different, because we'll I could it. I could go into how, <laughs> you know, when you know that the spirit box is probably a legit entity, but we'll we'll cover that a we'll cover that another time. But but yeah, so but that's why skeptics typically believe that it's interference of some kind or our ears are playing tricks on us, because usually the sound clips that you do get, it's very rare to get an entire sentence. It does happen. You know, yeah, but you know how much energy that takes for a oh, it does one hundred percent. It does, um, and that's why they say that usually the clips are shorter because it does take a lot of energy for even even if you do like a flashlight session, it takes so much energy for them to light the flashlight up or you know come through to a recorder mm -hmm. loud enough and say yes or that's me or you know what I mean this could be I kind of feel like this is something that like would be parallel dimensions and stuff like okay that. So have to like <laughs> you're getting into one of my theories so I, you know what I mean so like it's a parallel dimension but it's still it's kind of like a I don't stranger things you know but oh I uh, I so have a theory yeah like so they have to not only cross through their dimension, but they have to get into our dimension just to say something. And at that point, I'd be like, <gasps> yeah, I'm <it's> tired. <laughs> but here's my thing. And this is when this is why, like, so many people are just like, I don't know what the heck is going on with paranormal activity or the paranormal realm in general, because, like, I've been investigating for eight, nine years now. And it's just when you investigate, you just come up with so many theories because it's like, I mean, I've often said, well, what if, what if the, you know, spirits that you're picking up is just a different dimension that crosses kind of like a radio mm -hmm. station. So you have a radio station and you know how radio stations sometimes interfere with other radio stations. Yeah. Well, what if that's just, I mean, you've got, I mean, you could, you could go into time traveling. You could go into, you know. That was another thing I was thinking. Parallel was like, universes. What happens if, like, we can't confirm or deny it, but what happens if they're actually still in their time 
and they That's see us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. They see us as a paranormal entity. We see them as a paranormal entity. But in reality, it's just a different period of time. I've said that. Like, you see, okay, so. Because well, I know there's been, like, so many shows where they've actually caught EVPs. Like, people will pull out their cell phones or their microphone. Yeah. And, like, they've actually caught, what's that? Yeah. You know, because they're, like. Yeah, because they don't recognize it. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting chills. I know. Because you're, like, <laughs> you're like in my brain right now. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you pick up somebody that's in, like, you know, like, on camera in old Victorian clothes. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the popular theory. I know that we're getting kind of off topic, but it kind of goes with it. But, you know, the popular theory would be, or even if you pick up, like, footsteps of, like, boots that were worn by, you know, somebody in a war or, you know, heels by, you know, a woman wearing a Victorian dress or Mm -hmm. what have you. It's like a lot of people think that, okay, when that person passed, that was what they wore at that time. So that's what they show up with, you know, and that's what they come through with and pictures, recorders, all of that. But it's like, but how, like, if you think about it, like, from a broader range, it's like, okay, but if, you know, things like time traveling exist or parallel universes or, you know, different dimensions, what if it's just somebody that is still living, like, still amongst the living, and those frequencies just kind of cross for a split second? What if there is, you know what I mean? What if it's not, what if it's not a spirit at all? What if it's just a kind of small blip in time where two worlds, not worlds, but dimensions or (laughs) interfered, you know, and it's like, they see us with our phones. And they're like, what's that as we see them in a Victorian dress. And we're like, Oh, we just caught a ghost wearing a Victorian dress. And it's like, what if in that dimension, that's the time Mm -hmm. and our world's just for a split second cross. So I kind of wonder though, so like going to that theory and just being like with EVPs and stuff like that, if it's either split dimensions or like time traveling, all that kind of thing, you know, what if they hear like, they hear us whispering, you know what I mean? So right to us, you know, it sounds like they're, so they're yelling at us in a sense and it comes out a whisper too on the quarter because that split dimension or time travel, whatever we want to call it at this point. Right. That's all it can pick up, even though they're screaming their head off. Being yeah. Like, this is, this was happening. Yeah. No, it's, it's insane. It's insane to think about because it's like, and that's why I like the recorder so much because it picks up those parts of history that it's like, okay, in our world, it's history. Yeah. But in their world, it's still going on. So it's like, is that a, just a kind of time, like where our world and their dimension kind of, you know, mm-hmm. kind of uh, interfered together, in something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not by any means discounting it being paranormal or, you know, it. they honestly, you know, passed on and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, there's just so many, so many scenarios that you could, you could take just with a voice recorder and an AVP. And I think that's why I love listening to electronic voice phenomenon so much because it's like, what's happening? You know, did I catch just a, you know, a blip in time where two worlds crossed and it's not paranormal at all? Or did I actually catch somebody trying to muster up enough energy to let us know that, you know, they're still here. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But, um, 
but yeah, and that's why oftentimes when you have a recorder, um, you want to make sure that you have batteries because it's said that they drain the batteries Mm -hmm. to try and gather up enough energy to give you a response. So it's not uncommon to walk into a uh, room and as soon as you walk into the room, it's five minutes, you had a full battery and the battery's down to 25% because it's like, so, and sometimes that's kind of cool too, because it's like, okay, are we going to get any responses? Like I walked in and my battery was full and it's already drained. Like, is something going to happen? Right. So, which that kind of takes away from the, you know, whole time travel, parallel universe frequency. But does it though? But does it, you know? But does it? It's, <laughs> that's why a lot of people just, they, they stay away from the world of the paranormal because you just can't explain it. You have all these theories, but you don't necessarily have the answers to them. Right. And that's why I've been investigating for eight or nine years. And, you know, when I went into it, I was like, oh, cool. I caught a ghost on the recorder. But now that I've been doing it for eight or nine years, it's like, okay, did I catch a ghost? Like, or did I catch a radio frequency or did I catch past did i it's the spooky ghost (laughs) (laughs) you have got to watch your turn ghost girl it's a spooky ghost (laughs) accept it (laughs) all right so with that though i'd kind of like to revert back to the history all right so somewhat of a very quick history lesson Um, So this kind of dates back to Thomas Edison. Ghost. (laughs) He's a a ghost and you know it. Oh, my Lanta. Well, honestly, though, I mean, I can't, I have no idea if Thomas Edison is a ghost, but it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't somewhere in the afterlife seeing if he can prove what he mentioned trying to prove at one time what you're talking about willis so so thomas edison has actually been quoted um october in the october 1920 issue of the american magazine stating i have been at work for some time building an apparatus to see if it is possible for personalities which have left this earth to communicate with us so yeah So way back when, when he was creating the light bulb and the phonograph and camera and all that other stuff, he had it in his mind that he um, might possibly in time work on an apparatus to see whether or not it's possible for those that have left Earth to communicate with the living using technology. See, okay. You know what? I could have swore... That I remember, because I remember watching a documentary on Nikola Tesla. Okay. And he was trying to do the same thing to talk to one of his relatives. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm trying to... I, oh. Um, but yeah. 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 And that's just kind of when you're like, okay, science. You know? Science. Like, <laughs> as I'm in the science these field. These <laughs> people were way beyond their time. Um, so, in the same... October 1920 era, um, he was also quoted in the Scientific American stating, I don't claim that our personalities pass on to another existence or sphere. I don't claim anything because I don't know anything about the subject. For that matter, no human being knows. 
but I do claim that it is possible to construct an apparatus which will be so delicate that if there are personalities in another existence or sphere who wish to get in touch with us in this existence or sphere, the apparatus will at least give them a better opportunity to express themselves than the tilting tables and wraps and Ouija boards and mediums and the other crude methods now purported to be the only means of communication. So back in that time, they were using like the Ouija boards and yeah. mediums and everything else. And now he's sitting here saying in 1920, is there a, a way to technologically speak, like uh, communicate with them? Right. Which not by any means saying that he then created the recorder. It Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. He says that he was working on an apparatus and he has also said that he was thinking about working on an apparatus, but nobody knows if, if he actually one. accomplished it before he died. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? That is a little crazy. So, but again, so then, so he's sitting there. So in a way, this all kind of <laughs> fits in together because he's sitting there saying that, um, talking about personal so he's not calling them spirits or ghosts right they're personalities. he's just talking about personalities in another existence or sphere time travel so it's like okay so are you talking about a different part of history that's going on simultaneously like we're in freaking 2020 but you know what if what if in some dimension sphere Edison's wherever still alive, walking around. edison is still alive working on this apparatus can you hurry up and fix it, please? <laughs> but I isn't would that like to know? But isn't that like it's kind of like wow, like it all kind of comes full circle where yeah. it's like, so I'm not the only one with a theory, right? That, you know what I mean? Because in one quote, he does talk about you know that have left this earth, but that's how we understand it, you right? Know? The physical earth that's yeah. here. They have you know passed on; they're no longer here on Earth, but it's said that you can still communicate with them. Mm -hmm. But then he also goes to say, you know, that they're in another existence or a sphere, which makes me believe that it's like, okay, they're in another realm, dimension. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Era. And it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of, it's interesting to pick up electronic voice phenomena because it's like, what is going on? Right. You know, are they in a different era? Are they in a different sphere? You know, are they in a, in a different existence? Like, all we know is they're not physically here. Maybe they're in a different galaxy. Right. We just know that they're not physically here. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Especially because, like, you know, he's talking about the Ouija boards and tilt tables and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And there's so many easy ways to manipulate both of those. Yeah. So it's like for him actually being like, okay, no, I want to create something that can be solidified yeah, and, and act as evidence essentially because right. we know a lot of the meat don't at me don't come at me <laughs> a lot of the medians aren't real they just try to pick apart people in their most vulnerable states and i some of them are real i will 100 percent. yeah guarantee. i do believe people do have gifts yes i 100 percent do believe that but like there are a lot of people out there that claim to be these kinds and of take people advantage. and take advantage yeah, yeah and, and i'll say i'll agree with that they're always targeting the people that are most vulnerable and i just I don't mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, the Ouija boards, my mom swears up and down they're real. 
I don't know. I still refuse yeah, to touch I don't, one. <laughs> yeah, I don't play with those. Um, I will say that, and I mean, we can, I would love to do an episode covering, like, <gasps> discussing it. Oh, I was like, I thought you were meaning, like, actually playing with one. I was no. like, I don't want to play with it. No, 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 no. I don't. See, here's my thing. Do I play with them? No. Do I touch them? No. Do I find them intriguing? Yes, I do. Mm-mm. Because ultimately, well, ultimately, it is a tool. Right, right. But Which I... is like a, a dowsing rod is a tool. A pendulum's a tool. The recorder in itself is a tool. That would be terrible. Dowsing rods, I can't hold them still. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like ultimately, a Ouija board, if, if you think about it from a general perspective, it is just another tool. Right. It's not going to open up anything. Well, <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> It's, it's not, no, but communication-wise, it's not going to open anything that you couldn't do with a recorder or a pendulum. Ultimately, if you're trying to make conversation with something, you're going to make conversation with something, whether it's through the recorder, the spirit box, the Ouija board, the pendulum, dowsing rods, any of it. It's up to you to know how to use it right. and use it responsibly and always say goodbye and close it. Yes. Always say goodbye. So that, that one is on you. Now I'm not over here saying you should go pick up a Ouija board and start playing with it. Not mm-hmm. by any means, but in retrospect, all of these are tools used to communicate. I don't think that a Ouija board is any worse than a spirit box personally, but it does have a stigma behind it. And I ain't going to be one of those people <laughs> The bad that wants to test you. it. The bad ghosts so. always get you. <laughs> don't want to play. Don't want to. Yeah. But I would love to spend. I would love to spend an episode just discussing well, Ouija boards yeah, and they... the claims of them. I am gonna play with one, uh-uh. but I, I, I do find them intriguing to learn about. Yeah, I will they, say that their history. I've, I've looked a oh, little yeah. bit. It's one hundred wild. One hundred percent. But again, it's up to you to know how to protect yourself and actually use the tool that you're using right. correctly. Because right. I mean, even even EV, like even people trying to make communication with a recorder can touch into something. So do you say goodbye <laughs> when you're recording? I say ending EVP session. Yep. And we'll get we'll get to that. But yeah, I do. I always close the EVP session and before I leave a premises, I am a skeptic, but I am Are you sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I am a skeptic, but I have had things happen that I can't explain after investigations that have made me take precautions and say, you're not welcome to come home with me. You're not welcome, you know, to leave this area. So do not attach yourself to me. I want no part of it. You are to stay here, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, because, yeah, I was so much a skeptic at one time that I wasn't doing that. dare you? Yeah. And I never had anything like a, like necessarily follow me home. I no, I haven't. Girl Shadlin was messed up before I got there. You trust me. I'm just going to keep my <laughs> comments to myself. <laughs> I 100% think that after one of your investigations, you brought something home. Nope. I 100% guarantee nope, you did. Because you guys were living there before I ever was part of the paranormal group. Yeah, but once like I moved back in with you guys... Uh, nope. Yeah. Nope. I want nope, hundred. Nope. 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 You told yeah. no. You told me. You told me about a situation in the bedroom right, right, before right, right. I well, that ever was got before there. Before you were there. I exactly. Will, I will. Yeah. One hundred percent say that was, that not, was not your fault. 
there are other incidences which I blame you. No, no, but we, uh, but anyway, um, no, that was, that was there before I got there. Trust me. <laughs> trust me on that one. Uh, did you see the house beforehand? We can 100% guarantee that there was something. Oh there yeah. 100%. 100%. But but yeah, so anyway, so um, yeah, when I first started, though, I wasn't taking like the precautions because I am such a skeptic that it's like, you know, yeah, stuff would happen that I couldn't explain, but I didn't necessarily think that anything would attach itself to me and nothing ever has. But now I have taken precautions because I have seen, you know, I've felt sick after investigations, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, I mean, I've, I've felt very sick after investigations and that's what we call the paranormal hangover. Yeah. People joke about it and they're like, oh, haha. No, it legit feels like you've been up all night partying. And yeah, because, you know, it feeds off of energy. Right. It feeds off of your energy. It feeds off of, you know, your equipment. And by the time it's all said and done, you're just flat out exhausted and you have a headache and you feel nauseous and like it can take a toll on you. But But so when you're doing investigations, uh, one thing to mention is that for, and I mentioned this in our last episode, Mm -hmm. but to go a little further into detail, um, so for every hour spent recording, that equals one hour of review. Right. If not longer. But you have three recorders set up. (laughs) That's three hours. (laughs) And those recorders are each running for five hours. 15 hours. You now have 15 hours worth of audio to go through. So when you're doing an investigation, make sure. And no, you cannot fast forward. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's all real time. So for every hour spent recording, you have an hour worth of review. So if you have three recorders running for five hours, that's 15 hours of review. And you have to go through every nook and cranny because (laughs) it's not uncommon to spend two to three hours for 15 whole hours and get nothing. So... Just like wildlife cams. <laughs> and when you do. A thousand pictures yeah. for nothing. And when you do get something, it's two seconds. And then but you it's spend. the best two seconds of my life. It's worth it. <laughs> but then you spend like two hours trying to decipher what those two seconds are. So it's, yeah. So if you have three recorders running for five hours, that's at least 15 hours, not including if you catch anything. Do we have a speech therapist that'll, that could come with us? They can right. easily decipher these things. <laughs> So, so with that, so we keep talking about, you know, energy and everything else, um, spirits and EVPs. So with that, these EVPs will let you know, uh, in a sense, what kind of haunting, and I say that in air quotes, uh, you might be dealing with. Okay. So there's two types of hauntings, and that's either a residual haunting or an intelligent haunting. That's not at all what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. I'd be like, there's a good haunting and there's the demonic haunting. (laughs) There is no in between. No, No, you have either a residual haunting or an intelligent haunting. So tell me more. (laughs) So when you pick up an EVP Mm -hmm. and you ask it, you know, is anybody here with us? And you, you get a response back saying yes, or they are answering your question or doing a command that you ask them to do. Okay. That's what we would call an intelligent haunting because they are clearly interacting with okay. you. Now a residual haunting is one that it's, it's like, think of a VHS tape mm-hmm. and 
you hit play, mm -hmm. that VHS tape is not changing. It's going to run through the same movie over and over and over and over and over again. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's what a residual haunting is. So basically, it's an impression on that place. And it's a loop in time that just keeps going. And sometimes it just keeps going and going and going. And then there's other times it'll be like a two-hour spurt. So is it like just them constantly saying the same thing? Then? It's literally the exact same thing. So it would be like, so think of, so like I said, you know, uh, a VHS tape. Uh-huh. You hit play. Right. It goes through the whole movie. It goes through the whole movie. And then you movie, gotta rewind it. And then, and then it just goes back through. Yeah. That's literally a residual haunting. So if you had somebody, so say you have somebody that went, I don't know, they had a traumatic incident. And say you had somebody that came into the house, put their briefcase on the table, mm -hmm. went into the bedroom, lit the bedroom on fire. Okay. Fun. <laughs> and they, they died in that fire. You okay. know? Um, they will come home. So the haunting, so say they came home at 530. So it's just them stuck on repeat. It's them stuck on repeat. So at 530. Deja vu every day. At, yep. 530 that day. They go through that whole hour of they walk in the door, put the briefcase on the floor, go back into the bedroom, pour the gasoline, light the match, swipe it, throw it. Room goes into flames. So the Truman Show and Ghost Four. <laughs> I don't what what's Truman Show? Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I am highly upset with you at this moment in time. <laughs> How do you not know what the Truman Show is? With Jim Carrey? Ren! I'm sorry. Oh my god! Does he light a bedroom on fire? <laughs> <laughs> no. So basically, I'll give you the gist of the story. The Truman Show is this guy. He's lives out this same life every single day. And he's stuck in this bubble. And so okay. all of his friends, his wife, everything are actors. And so they repeat on the same thing every single day. And he actually starts to realize that he's on the same loop every day. Oh, wow. So like, and he's find, trying to find his way out. You have to watch it. I am, <laughs> I am upset. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. It is. Is like, it a movie? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I was too busy watching Liar Liar over and over again. Well, that's fine. But how have you not seen the Truman Show? Like, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. But yeah, essentially that's, so yeah. So it would be like at 5.30 p.m. every day, you know, mm -hmm. th this entity will walk in the front door and, you know, go through the whole steps up to up through that traumatic incident and it'll just be on repeat there's nothing you can do nothing you can say you can't interact with it you can't block it from like it just is a tape that just keeps so going that kind of makes me wonder if it's one of those where like so i feel like the residual would be like those when you're doing investigations you know and you see the tv shows that they're like oh my gosh i feel like somebody just passed through me mm -hmm. i wonder if it's kind of like that yeah. because they legitimately yeah they can't go any other way yeah they just, Ooh, I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so those would be the two types of hauntings. And it's so cool to get people's reaction of the residual. 
because people are like, wait, what? Which for somebody like me, it's like, I've been in the field for so long. It's like, but it is, it's just kind of like, how does that happen? You know yeah. what I mean? Cause it's like it, yeah, it's just a small piece of time that just keeps playing over and over again. And there's nothing, it does not, it's not, it's also not self-aware. So it has no idea that you're even there. It's just a piece of time and it just keeps on, it just oh, goes on repeat. That poor guy. Whereas, yeah. Whereas um, intelligent. intelligent would obviously know that you're there and you could ask questions about the fire and be like, you know, were you the one that set the house on fire? And it'll be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That sure was did. me. You know? And then or it'd be no, like, it was this person. Yeah. Yeah. Or it'd be like, no. And then, you know, you can, in which case then you can go further with that. But yeah, no, it's pretty interesting. It, it really is to, to study the two types of hauntings. Um, so with that, though, um, now we get into analyzing the EVPs, mm-hmm. which is what you wanted to talk about at the very beginning about the software. Uh-uh. So I will always recommend doing, and I guess I should have said this from the get-go, but you can do a, you can go to Best Buy or Walmart or whatever, mm-hmm. buy a recorder. Now you can but go. But you have to get a specific kind. I know, like we kind of talked about it, but is there like one that's a specific microphone that would be better compared to others? Mm, no, not really. really. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, I I'll always say don't go with the ten dollar recorder. Gotcha. You know okay. what I mean? But you also don't have to spend two hundred and fifty dollars on a recorder either. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's like because that's one thing. A lot of like um, you could type into the uh website and pull up like you know a ghost hunter shop right and they want to sell you a recorder for 150 bucks you could go to best buy and get the exact same recorder for like 20 or 30 gotcha so i would say a 50 dollar recorder would be a good, good you know yeah point. i would say that would be a good starting point and do digital because nobody really sells cassettes I, anymore so, <laughs> well and here's why i would say do digital because there's software that you can use so you would upload the file to your PC mm-hmm. or laptop or whatever. Um, and then you would have the software and you can pull up the software and you can actually see the sound waves. Right. You know, and so you can see the sound waves of when your conversation stops mm-hmm. and somebody else's begins. Right. So, you know, and I, I like that because you can look at the the sound waves and see, okay, this is where I stopped talking. Here's a snippet. I don't know where it came from because I was the only person in the room. Yeah. And then in it's, it's not uncommon either for you to be like, okay, so over here is where, you know, going back to the fire scenario. Cause that's, we'll just make it simple, but you know, you'd be like, okay, over here is where, um, the Joe Schmo threw the match mm-hmm. and, it so you stop you're like this is where joe schmo threw the match and then you might hear somebody else say that's me and then you continue on to what you're saying because you didn't hear it right so it's like but it's really cool to see those sound waves and say okay this is where i stopped talking this is where something says that was me and then i obviously didn't hear it because i continued saying whatever i was saying gotcha so um, 
So again, with analyzing the EVP recordings, you would use the special software um, and you would be able to see the sound waves with that. Now you would also be able to enhance the audio to make the EVP more audible. So can you recommend a software that's pretty good about doing this? I, I can, but you know what? I don't remember it off the top of my head. There is a free software. Um, it's been a while since we've done like investigations where I would go back and review right. that audio. Um, if we find it, we'll put it in the Dropbox below. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll put it in the description below. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have to look it up. I can't, oh, that's going to bug me. <laughs> I can't remember, but I'll, cause I'll I figure it out. Yeah. I just know that like some of the softwares that, that they claim that they're free, you you can only yeah. do certain things, and yeah. then they're like, oh, you have to buy the premium to yeah. do this and this. Well, this one, I, I do think they do have a premium, but the the base free version, um, you can do a lot with it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, you can enhance the audio. You can clip it. You can make, like, notes saying what you think the audio is saying. Um, and so, again, so that's another reason I would recommend doing digital because then you can use that software. You can highlight the conversation that you were having mm -hmm. and then um, mark the EVP, cut it and then send it to another member of your team and say, Hey, I found this. Nice. Here's what I was saying before the clip. Here's the clip. And then here's how I responded to it. Right. And either you respond by you heard it and, and you hear yourself on the audio saying, Oh, if that was you, can you say that again? Yeah. Or, um, you don't hear it at all, which you tells you, <laughs> yeah, which tells you that obviously it wasn't anything in the room because you didn't respond to it. Right. So with that, here's what you should do and you should not do during an EVP session okay. to make your life 100 times easier when you're analyzing this <laughs> audio. So don't panic. I'm sure there's one. <laughs> so, so when you start an EVP session... Always, always, always timestamp that EVP session. Okay. So you're going to state your name, state the name of all the investigators that are in the room with you. Okay. Uh, state the location and the building location and the time. So the way I would do this is starting EVP session, Ren, Shelby, Waverly Hills Sanatorium in the body shoot at 1 a.m. So that tells you everybody that's in the room, mm -hmm. you're just now starting the EVP session. Um, where you're at, like location-wise, where right. you're at in that location, and then uh, the time that you started this EVP session. So that way when you're going back and you're reviewing audio, if it's me and Shelby – and we catch a guy or a male sounding EVP, mm -hmm. well, we're going to know that it wasn't either of us because there were no males with us. Right. But if you have a member, like a male on the team and he could have just fidgeted or something yeah, like that. Then you would know like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Um, so to go off of that though, you'll also want to state any outside noises that could pollute that audio session. So if you hear like, you could be like, oh, Note that's it. Yeah. So that includes traffic, rain, thunder, uh, pipes flushing, um, 
investigators that are walking and anything else. So if you have, say you and I are in there and you go to scratch your leg, then you'll be like, please note Shelby scratching her leg. It sounds stupid, but I promise you, you're going to thank yourself when you go back and review this audio. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing, you're not going to remember. Right. Even an hour after the fact, you are not going to remember at that point in time you were scratching your leg. Right. You're not going to remember that you fidgeted in your chair. You're not going to remember that you got up to walk around because you thought you heard something. Mm -hmm. Mark everything. Because the last thing you want to do is get a uh, noise on your EVP session and you have to just assume that uh, it was probably one of us that bumped the recorder or probably traffic outside because yeah. you didn't get into the habit of marking things. Got it. So um, so with that, try to avoid moving as much as possible. Oh, geez, I am terrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> so you will want to sit perfectly still. And if you move at all or you, like, go to uncross your legs or itch or, you know, yeah, you're going to have to mark every single <gasps> thing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so – with that, you'll also state when you're ending the EVP session. Okay. So you timestamped it and you stated that you were starting it, your name, your location, the time, all the investigators that were with you. So now you'll say ending EVP session. Okay. So that's all you say. So when you start starting EVP session, go through the whole list of everything and then ask your questions. Give them time to respond to you. So like what's the average – I always wait 10 to 15 seconds. Okay. So you'll sit there and you'll be like, um, is there anybody here with us? Bob. <laughs> if there is anybody here with us, so you know what I mean? I and so <laughs> so you'll you'll sit there and you'll want to kind of make sure that you're giving time because that is one thing new investigators are kind of bad about. Yeah. They'll be like, is there anybody here with us? Are you a male or a female? It's like you didn't even give them a – like you didn't even right. leave a gap to hear anything. So You're just talking over them at that yeah, point. Yeah. And then, um, again, mark what you're doing verbally. So if you're up walking around, make sure that you're saying, I'm walking with the recorder. That way if you hear like bumps or anything, you don't mistake that as a breath. Right. Or what have you. So <laughs> We're Midwesterners, though. If we hit something, we just go, oh. <laughs> So the things that you're not going to do during an EVP session, uh -huh. I cannot stress this enough. Do not whisper. Don't whisper. But when I panic, I yeah, whisper. Yeah, I know. Everybody <laughs> does. Do not whisper. And if you catch somebody whispering, mark it. Say, I just want to note, you know, it was an intense moment. Shelby was whispering because we didn't want the noise because sometimes you will you'll hear like footsteps oh, right. or something but that's like if you watch a lot of the tv shows that's what they do they do but they have the camera crew with them that's so true, you I know guess. that that's them whispering i guess whereas with you know just an investigation you go with a recorder right okay you have to mark things a little more than the television shows but yeah so that's one thing that i will say do not whisper if you happen to whisper, so you're getting like footsteps and you don't want those footsteps to stop, it's not uncommon for an investigator to be like, oh my God, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, in which case, lean into the recorder and say, please note that we're whispering right now. Mine would be, friend. 
Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Um, Is it time for Disney? <laughs> Moana. Don't <laughs> watch Moana. Now. Um. So also, do not stray from the state from the session. Stay on topic. So like. Oh, I thought you were meaning like don't <laughs> run away from the no. building. <laughs> Take the recorder with you. <laughs> no, run. But I mean. Like, <laughs> but no. So you'll just make sure that you're staying on topic because. I know, and that's one thing that we kind of learned as a group when I was, you know, part of an investigation group, um, is don't sit there and like, you know, you're sitting there and you ask questions and then you run out of questions. Don't sit there and start talking about what you're going to have for dinner the next night or what you're going to do for dinner that night or, you know, this, that. Definitely don't talk about another team member because you don't know who's going to get that evidence to right. review. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, you guys shouldn't be talking about each other anyway, but you know right, what I mean. Right, right. Um, just make sure that you're that staying on topic. Feel like that happened to you. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no. I was just saying, like, just make sure that because you don't know who is getting that evidence. Yeah. And so it's like you might be doing the session, but, you know, Bill Bob over here might be the one, which is another reason why it's so important to mark who's there, what you're doing, mark everything, because you're not the one that's necessarily going to review that evidence. I gotcha. So, and then lastly, again, don't shuffle around, don't hum, don't whistle, don't do any of that, because unless you mark it, which try not to do it anyway, but if you do catch yourself doing it, mark it, say, oh, sorry, that was me humming. Um, I'm trying, you know, mark why you're doing it. Um, because otherwise somebody might be like, oh, you know, we caught somebody. Yeah, we, we or... caught somebody humming and you didn't respond to it. Well, that's because you were the one humming. Yeah. You know, so again, you're not going to remember the whole EVP session. You're not going to remember when you itched your leg, when you got up. You're not going to remember when a motorcycle went by. Mm -hmm. You're not going to remember when another teammate flushed the toilet and you heard the pipes rattle. Mark everything. Got it. So with that being said... <laughs> That's all of my notes for EVPs. <laughs> Yay! No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one, though, because, again, aside from the spirit box. <laughs> Which I messed up on. <laughs> <laughs> the recorder is my absolute favorite because it's just such a way to, like, solidify yeah. certain pieces of evidence that you wouldn't otherwise be able to, to solidify. That's so cool. So. <laughs> so, but we'll talk about the spirit box another time. That yes. way, Miss Shelby's research comes in handy. <laughs> I will not mess up this time. <laughs> I will be well prepared. <laughs> but with that being said, guys, uh, that is our episode on electronic voice phenomena. Um, hopefully it was semi-easy to follow along. I know I kind of went on certain tangents and <laughs> we got sidetracked talking about Truman, which apparently I need to watch. You need to watch. Um, and just like different ideas in the realm of, uh, the paranormal, but it does all kind of come full circle because it's like, at the end of the day, you don't know what you're catching on a recorder. Mm -hmm. You just know that you caught it. Right. And so it kind of goes back to, you know what could this possibly be in all the scenarios, you know, like, it's just interesting. It's very interesting, honestly. It's interesting. So, but again, guys, uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter name is at Spirits Midnight. Midnight Spirits was already taken, so we are Rude. at Spirits Midnight. Um, and then Instagram, we're... It's Midnight Spirits yeah. Podcast. Yeah. 
Midnight Spirits podcast. Um, we will also, I believe we're looking at starting a YouTube channel within the next few weeks. Hopefully. Yeah. We got a lot to figure out with the camera situation. We and do. Things like that. Uh, we do have a, well, we have a camera. I just have to get the cam link. Um and then a place to put the camera. Right. So we are looking at doing that. Uh, we're hoping to visit some popular locations. Yes. And uh, put our our findings and our visit on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So just be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for um, us creating that channel. Uh, we'll let you know through a podcast and Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Uh, whenever we decide to make that live, but we just wanted to put it out there. Watch out for it. Um, because that is something that we would like to focus on within the next few months. Um, I don't know about you, but I'd, I'd, I'd even love to go like an hour or two away and check out like a popular location. Yeah. There's in, actually like, September leading up to yeah, October. To spooky season. Yeah. Our spooky season. I mean, so. I would, because of everything that's going on right now, with yeah. work personally, I can't leave the state. Yeah. So um, it's one of those things that, yeah, if we definitely, I know there's tons of places that we can go and look oh, at. Oh, yeah, there. within two to three hours yeah, from us. Yeah, that wouldn't be, and it's in our state. So mm-hmm. it's not something like, I okay, I can I can leave and go, like, yeah. I can't go to Illinois or I can't go to right. all these other places because then work's like, ah, two weeks off. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, there's tons of there's tons of places just around us. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to record and discuss discuss some stuff, see if maybe we can catch anything. So yeah, I thought that would be fun. I think but, it would be. But yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Um, if you're not already following us on Twitter or Instagram, please feel free to to follow us. Um, and we're also on six different platforms now. Yes. Um, so we're on Anchor, we're on Beaker, uh, Spotify, which is a great one, um, Google, Google Podcast, Podcast, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts. And Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts. I was like, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we are now on six different platforms. Um, so yeah, so if you're not following us on Spotify or Google Podcasts, those seem to be the big two. Uh, we would love it if you would give us a follow. That way you get notifications of when we post a new podcast. Yes, please do. And I believe our schedule is we're recording the new podcast Saturday. We're getting them edited and ready. And then, and then they'll then be published on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us and letting us go on our tangents regarding uh, electronic <laughs> voice phenomenon <laughs> and everything else that we covered today. Uh, And we will see you next week. Yes. Catch those EVPs and keep it spooky. Bye. Bye.